If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast, helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else. Some good friends, friends of mine, talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show, who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello, and welcome back to Some Good Friends for another week. I'm Stefan, and uh, what's going on? This I was thinking this evening while cooking dinner and burning some peppers that I was cooking, and maybe I'll talk to my guests about this, but does who eats the little pepper inside the pepper? Is that something that people are eating? Because I have been just throwing that little piece out for years. And this tonight I was like, maybe I should, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a little pepper. I should eat it. So I'd like to know if it's like, maybe it's bitter or something. But uh, that's just where my head was at today. But we're not here to talk about my head or look inside it, even though this podcast is mostly to stroke my narcissism and ego. Uh, We're going to talk to some friends of mine. So let's get to the first one. Please welcome to the show my good friend, Peanut. Welcome, Peanut. Hi, everybody. It's me, Peanut, and I'm very excited to be here today. Great. Oh, Peanut, how how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing really good because even though life is hard, it's important to stay optimistic. Absolutely. For the for the listeners, I'm sure they want to know, why is your life hard? Uh, because I'm only seven inches tall, 11 inches tall, <laughs> seven inches wide, and... 0.1 millimeters thick, like a sheet of paper. Right. So are you a sheet of paper or are you a human being who has these dimensions? No, sir. I'm a human being sort of flattened into a rectangular paper-shaped man. I, now I'm curious, are you still growing to fill out the full 8.5 by 11 or is 7 inches as far as you're going to go? My mom says there's a chance I'll get as big as a bristle board like my dad but it's more likely that i'll stay little like her she's a post-it note after all an actual post-it note or a human the size of a A human the size (laughs) of a post-it note i'm sort of like uh if you were to take a big metal object and push it down onto a man (laughs) crush all his organs to the size of a piece of paper that is me oh that's that's great i so Tell us about what it's like. I mean, you said life is hard. Being these dimensions, what kind of uh, adversity do you run into on, on the day-to-day? Well, I find that I have to be ingenious in the ways I use my body to succeed in this world. Like when I want to go swimming, I fold myself into a little boat and I go across a pond. And when I want to say something loudly, I roll myself up into a tube and I say, do 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 it's me, Peanut! It's also very hard to date and get a job. <laughs> okay, okay. So those those first things sounded kind of cool, actually. And then those, those second two things were uh, a little more unfortunate, I guess. I have my positives and my negatives, just like any person on this planet. That's what my mom says anyways. You, say, you seem to have a really tight relationship with your mom. I love my mom so much because she's one of the only people who understands uh, my... Uh, the way that I am, <laughs> physically, mm-hmm. is just another gift, is what my mom says. Mm. And what does your dad say? I mean, you haven't brought, you've only brought him up once when I asked. And... Well, it's a bit of a sad story. Are oh, you sure no. you want to hear it? <laughs> I, well, I was going to say I would love to. I, I'm, I would uh, appreciate hearing it, yes. Well, about five years ago, my mom, my dad, and I were in the dollar store picking up some food to eat, which are staples. We eat staples as we're (laughs) staple people. And we were picking up some delicious staples from the dollar store, you know, trying to save a buck where we can. Mm -hmm. Uh, On account of none of us can get jobs because of how we are. (laughs) How you are. And 
A young girl raced down the aisle of the store and said, Look, Mom, the perfect Bristol board for my project on volcanoes. And snatched my dad right up and wouldn't hear another word about how he was actually just a man in sort of the dimensions of a Bristol board. That's supposed to do an actual Bristol board. And one thing led to another. And I never saw him again. Oh, so you didn't even get to see the the report she made that she. I wasn't she... particularly concerned about the oh, workings God. of a volcano, considering my father had just been abducted. But no, I didn't get to see the presentation. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to him. I just thought maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, so, oh so... when I cry, it's pushpins like for a cardboard. <laughs> I'm so. I just thought maybe you know a lot of people who have a missing family member they like to get closure uh, one way or the other. I thought yeah. maybe that was. I guess it could be closure to see what had been branded on my father's <laughs> carcass and sort of propped up for a third grade presentation. Science fair. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're I hope, right. I hope for his sake the volcano worked. And uh, I hope she won. I uh, hope she got hit by a school bus. Oh, I know that's not a nice thing to say. Mom says we can't say mean things even about the people that hurt us. But mm. by God, if I couldn't just fold myself up into a paper airplane and fly straight into her cornea, you know I would. Despite her being, I think, 10 or 11, considering mm. she is in the third grade. Hmm. And how old are you, Peanut, if you don't mind me asking? Well, in paper years, you'd have to count my rings. Let me lift up my shirt so you can see. One, two, three, uh, 24. I'm 24 years old. But in uh, human years, I am also 24. Because oh. it's almost like Celsius and Fahrenheit. There's a degree mm. at which they both are at the same degree. Right. And 24 is the age at which human years and paper years are the same. So after when you turn 25 in paper years, are you going to start shooting ahead of paper of human years or are human years going to start shooting ahead of you? He, uh, 25 in paper years is 36 in human years. Okay, so human years shoot a shoot ahead. The human years are the dog years of paper years. You better believe it. Doesn't get more clear than that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's super clear. I mean, I do. I would like some clarification. You are a human in the dimensions of paper, but you eat staples and you pr- cry pushpins. And mm-hmm. you is that a, a choice your family made, or is? Oh yeah, other people eat like salad and yeah. pizza pie. Hamburgers, mmm, sausages. I'm, I'm, I'm Julie, just think about a big slice of cake, rotisserie chicken. But my mom says paper is as paper does, and that's mm. why we eat that. Okay, yeah, totally, it totally makes sense. Uh, what kind of uh, jobs have you applied for? And, um, I applied to be a construction worker, and I applied to be an astronaut. Um, I should clarify in these situations, I was applying to be a piece of paper that goes in the printer at either of those jobs, not the actual position. Um, and even to be a teacher, but no bites. People don't tend to want a talking, a little guy who has a penis and ass. (laughs) And rings across, across his torso. (laughs) Rings across his torso to print their little note off of. They're yeah. also sort of like, why would I hire one piece of paper yeah. for a fraction of an hour's wage when yeah. I could back buy a pack of a hundred sheets of paper and not pay the paper anything? Yeah. Well, do you have do you have an advantage in that? Like they can print on you, and you can kind of wash yourself off oh yeah you'd like that wouldn't you you sicko (laughs) you want to see my little penis and ass get washed i mean i'm i mean biologically you're very curious uh i'd be interested to see you're definitely not gonna like my next question oh (laughs) no uh i was curious if you know they don't hire you because they're worried that the little penis and ass is going to interfere with the printing like the the ink head is going to bump across them both you better believe i have a massive penis and an even bigger ass (laughs) okay okay so uh, so it does interfere yeah i mean the ladies have told me it interferes oh hey oh Mm, I love hearing from a lady that my penis and ass interfere with uh, with what we're trying to do together. Uh, that always yeah, it's pretty much the biggest compliment you could get. Yeah. So, do you do interviews for these jobs? 
oh, no, not during COVID because oh. uh, it wouldn't be safe. So we do a lot of Zoom interviews. Okay, yeah. I do notice It has you... nothing to do with the fact that I'm a sheet of paper-sized and shaped man. It's that right. there is a pandemic happening. Mm. And you should take it more seriously, quite frankly. Oh, I, I mean, hoax. Like, what would happen if COVID went in my my big penis and my even bigger ass? Oh, from both directions? From both. Well, yeah, we're talking about COVID from all directions. I, then they stick the swab. I would imagine it would meet in the middle and, and wreak havoc on your delicate Whoa. system. I guess you're right. One minuscule drop of COVID could brought my whole little paper man body. I mean, it would probably fill up like uh, the width of your body, like 20% of your body, just the one. Yeah, it would fill up like a cartoon thermometer. (laughs) You'd see it go, whoop, sort of get to the like danger level. And then a little horn would toot. Mm. And then I'd know I'd have to go to the hospital or to the office supply store. So is that where you go for your uh, your checkups? Yeah, they keep saying you should go to the doctor mm. just because you are shaped and look like a piece of paper. You have a very real penis and ass, <laughs> both of which are quite large, by the way, and you should go to the doctor to get them checked out. I mean, it's, it's nice of them to compliment you on your large penis and ass when they're when they're recommending you go to the doctor. That's kind of hard not to. They're my best features. <laughs> are, you, are you wearing clothes? Do you wear clothes? Yeah, I wear one big shirt. Remember, I had to lift it up to count oh, my yeah, rings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear a big shirt sort of like when you put a piece of clothing on a dog and it sort of doesn't look right. And mm. it's kind of cute, but it's like also kind of dragging around and really impractical. That's me! Oh, wow. That's great. So what's the... Uh, I mean, what would be your dream job? What printer would be the, the ideal oh, printer to be in? That's a good question. I think my dream job would be to be a piece of paper in the printer at the detective's office who nabs that smarmy bitch third grader who killed my dad. Oh, did your did your family hire a, a PI to investigate the abduction? Well, we thought we were hiring a PI, but we actually hired an IP address, that is, and we didn't get any information. Oh, you didn't, you, hard to ping that IP? Wasn't, uh, yeah, wasn't responding? Not at all. Oh, man. Well, I guess, uh, I mean, I wish you luck. I hope... Hope you do. Thanks. It's hard out here for a little piece of paper, but like I said, it's all about remaining optimistic. I know one day I'm going to be the best little paper shaped man that I can be, and I'll find a beautiful wife with a big vagina and an even bigger ass. All right. We did, you just mentioned it was hard to date. We didn't uh, talk about that, but uh, we're. Uh, I have to introduce my next friend, but hopefully uh, you can come back on the show and uh, we can talk all about your dating life. And uh, I'm just curious what it's like to text as a piece of paper. You no, know? oh, you have no idea. <laughs> no, I, I really don't. But I guess we'll live in suspense for uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, mm. Please, please stick around, Peanut. I'm sure uh, you'll have lots to contribute moving forward. But we're going to talk to my next friend of the evening. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend Lou Toops. Lou, welcome. Hey, hi, <laughs> Stefan. Thank you for having me. I'm. It's good to be here. Oh, so good to have you. Now, Lou, you have kind of an interesting profession. You're a, a secondhand vape artist. What yes, is... that's right. That's it's my passion. It's my lifestyle. It's who I am. What does what does that mean exactly? Oh, uh, the secondhand vape artistry community. Uh, it's very interesting. So, hmm. um, have you heard of competitive vaping before? I have. No. I've seen videos of the the people standing in front of like a giant ruler and they blow out a plume of vape and see how far they can blow the vape. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. It, it's very similar to that except uh, people who are competitive uh, secondhand vape artists, we don't actually have the lung capacity okay. to use a vape ourselves. Mm. So we sort of wait around the fringes of right. vape competitions and as soon as the plume has been blown, we rush in and sort of inhale that okay. air. Yeah, and then and then uh, hold competitions of our own. Do your own little uh, tricks. And... Yes, absolutely. And now it's quite difficult. You'd be surprised. Most of the time, that vape dust dissipates because mm. it's quite a while before we can get in there. We kind of just hobble our way, you know, through the crowds. But um, so you know, sometimes you get a climb going. It's nice. Yeah. So I am curious. Are you? welcome at these competitions uh no absolutely not okay (laughs) uh yeah the whole community has been banned but Mm. we use elaborate disguises to sort of get our way in every time we can it's uh it's 
it's it's quite difficult. Uh, oftentimes, you will get denied at the door. So, I mean, mm. but that's the challenge. That's what brings mm. people into it. So, what what kind of disguises are we talking about? How deep do you have to go? Are we uh, are we talking Sasha Baron Cohen dressed up? Uh, oh, absolutely! To... Yeah, a lot of racial stereotypes. That's our go-to <laughs> uh, uh, disguise. You know, someone from a different country with of a, a, a loud accent who yeah. makes uh, inappropriate references and finds everything mm. sexual. Yeah, that's the go-to. I mean, Sasha Baron Cohen's the goat. All right, <laughs> he's the goat. So, I I can see that that would also make it hard to gain entry if you're if you're coming on coming in hot with these kind of stereotypes and absolutely uh, i mean the security guards immediately assume we are some sort of youtube pranksters mm. uh which is really uh bad for the secondhand vape artistry community is to get associated with who are arguably the worst kind of people on the planet the youtube pranksters absolutely i mean have you okay. seen the videos they create they're horrible i i have dabbled and not in doing them in watching them and, oh absolutely uh, i mean we all some... we've all had those nights We've all go down, gone down those uh, holes of YouTube prank shame. Um, what I know, there's kind of like a, a few different varieties of vape competition. There's the uh, aforementioned distance one. There's like this blowing the rings, and and then there's I guess the one more for show, like with music and lights. Uh, are you do you specialize in one of these uh, art forms? Uh, yeah, I, I, my specialty is uh, I try and um, I try and get the vape. I, I try to like. Uh, get it to fluid if that makes any sense i inhale the vapor and in my in my body i let it like con condensate yeah uh so that i expel uh vape juice back into bottles it's almost it's sort of a recycling kind of activity (laughs) do you do you sell that vape juice absolutely are you interested i do sell that vape juice um the flavors they're hard to make out but they're there it's very subtle it's kind of an amalgamation of all the flavors you inhale. Yeah. Plus the flavor what, of the vape. Yeah, whatever yeah. I've been eating that day, yeah. <laughs> uh, of course. Yeah. And I, I'm big on the radish. I okay. live on a radish farm. I eat a lot of radishes. <laughs> so, I mean, there's always a hint of radish. Okay. It's interesting. So, so let's let's run. Let's say you do get into the event and you somehow manage to get some secondhand vape. Uh, how does the audience react when you're kind of up on stage regurgitating vape juice into a? I assume you have a branded bottle. Oh, absolutely, uh, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, it's sort of a mix of uh, emotions. A lot of people are baffled, you know, uh, uh, and some offended just by whatever ridiculous, insensitive garb I might be wearing at the time. Um, they, but you know. Most people can agree it's one thing. It is art. You know, it's performance mm. art. It's yeah. boundary pushing. And that's the thing about uh, being a secondhand vape artist. You know, it, it happens at a competition, but it really isn't a competition at all. Mm. You know, it's about, you know, pushing what people believe is uh, the landscape of vape, the vape landscape. Mm. Okay. And and how many other uh, secondhand vape practitioners do you kind of run with? How big is uh, this community? There's my uh, friend Marco, okay. and we've got a toddler uh, that he babysits. We're trying to get him on in it. You're trying to get the toddler into vaping? Yeah. Well, I mean, because Marco has to take care of him a lot. It's his nephew. And oh. so, I mean, you know, he's not old enough to vape himself. So what better way to start than with some secondhand vape? Okay. It's, I mean, that kind of seems equally bad. I've, if it's anything well, it's not like illegal. Secondhand. It's not illegal oh, to secondhand not. smoke. All right. So I, it's it's I obviously guess. not as bad, or else it would be a crime. It would also, yeah, like smoking is a crime. <laughs> secondhand smoke <laughs> is also uh, not a crime. Yeah, Maybe one I, I day. Mean, I can't buy a pack of cigarettes for kids, but I can blow it in their face outside of the convenience store. <laughs> I mean, that's not a crime. Uh, yeah, that's actually how we met. I uh, yes. when I was a younger man and I wanted to buy some six. Yes, uh, but and you were like, "Let me blow some smoke in your face." Absolutely, and I didn't want you to get too invested, so I I smoked the whole pack and blew it back in <laughs> yeah. your face. And do you smoke now? I do not. No, it, it was uh, I mean, it was too much. Yeah, you know? yeah. Is that why your lung capacity is so reduced? Because you uh, you were smoking whole packs of cigs at once. Absolutely, yeah. I was smoking uh, eight to twelve packs a day in oh kids' goodness. face, <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, my lungs just blew out. Now I have what's known as a shallow lung, and um, it's it's brutal. Uh, yeah. Aren't you worried? I mean, the 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 disease associated with vaping is the disgustingly named uh, popcorn lung. Are you uh, are you concerned about this affliction? 
Well, no. absolutely. I mean, to have shallow popcorn lung would be <laughs> terminal in my case. Yeah. But it's worth the risk. I mean, uh, why not? Mmm, I- sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I mean, picture I, like I a, a like a jiffy. A Jiffy Pop thing, like a shallow frying pan full of that's, the... That's how it looks, jiffy. yeah. It's yeah. sort of, you know, because my lungs are shallow, flat yeah. on one end, and then they would keep on inhaling, yeah. And when they pop, they inflate like big bazongas. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I'd have two two big bazongas in my chest. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound so bad when you put it that way. Oh, think of all the in- insensitive costumes you could do with two big bazongas on your chest. <laughs> oh, wow. The, that list is long. Yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about this radish farm that you live on. Uh, I'm curious about that. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's I'm squatting there in um, in a shed behind the barn. Uh, the the farmers have no idea I I'm I'm there because I I I you know the thing about farmers is they're up early, so you mm-hmm. can't come late at night. They're getting up three four a.m. All right? right, but that also means they go to bed early. Mm. So I'm strolling in seven p.m. They're all tucked in. I pop into the shed after a long day of, of competitioning, and I I sleep. Because I would assume a lot of vape competitions happen at night. It seems like a nighttime thing. What are, are there a lot of competitions during the day? No, it's it's actually exclusively a matinee activity. <laughs> okay. uh, it all happens between the hours of three and four p.m., which is very convenient for me. Yeah, those are those are prime farm working hours. So the, yeah. uh, all the farmers are out out in the radish field. Uh, which who's the farmer that you've chosen to squat with? Um, I uh, I think it's Dwight Schrute from <laughs> uh, the the Office. <laughs> okay, uh, th- that's his name, or he is the character, or you know what? I I, I haven't done my research. I okay. you know I sort of keep my distance, and um, hmm. but I believe. I believe that's the the only radish farm I can think of. Or, or, or no, they, they farm beets. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he branched out. Maybe Shrewd Farms is uh, going into other crops. Hey, if there's any chance you can get me a job at that office, just let me know. I'd love to be a part of it. Oh, you know what? I, I can put in uh, a word. It won't mean much. They don't know who I am, but I'll do it. <laughs> maybe you could leave like Thank a you. like a note uh, on their door. Maybe you can use Peanuts' mom. Uh, yeah. Oh, or you could write the note on my li- my big ass and will put me on the door. I mean that that seems like a way to make a resume stick out. I, I mean, if written on a on a big ass, I'm, I'd want to hire yeah. that person. It'll sure be an interference in their day. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, so I, I mean, I, I I would be remiss if I didn't give you a chance, uh, uh, Lou, to plug your brand of secondhand vape juice. Uh, what's the what's the name of the company and and where can we find it? It's called uh, Lose Number Twos because uh, <laughs> it's secondhand vape. Yeah. So, yeah. It, you see, they come in this sort of uh, brown log shaped bottle, uh, mm. <laughs> but it has a, a, a mist on the end. Oh. Uh, wait, wait. So, is the brown log shape just sort of like the water bottles you've been spitting the juice <laughs> yeah. back into? Yeah. It's sort of brown. Okay. They're kind of I mean, they're pretty old, so they crumpled over time. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Stains the sides brown. And yeah. Yeah, a lot of radish smell when you... But it's a mister, so... Well, yeah. You... you you can't put it back into a vape machine because oh, okay. it will clog and destroy it completely, but you can sort of spray the mist around. Uh, uh... Okay, interesting. And, and A mist what... is just like a thick vapor, if you think about it. I would, yeah, a mist, I think, is exactly a, a thick vapor, for uh-huh. sure. That's beautiful. Yeah, really. It's uh, That's what it's gets me out of bed every morning, thinking about that mist. <laughs> got to think about that mist. So, uh, Marco, I guess, uh, why don't you live with Marco and his nephew? Uh, well, because he's living with his sister, who is oh, the okay. parent of the of the nephew. Oh, okay. Uh, and she does not like me. She thinks I'm a bad influence. Uh Yeah. She thinks you're a bad influence, but Marco is the one blowing secondhand vape into the nephew's. Well, Marco face. wouldn't be doing that in, in, unless I convinced him to. I mean, okay. He's only he's only sixteen, you know, so oh. I mean, he's really impressionable. Okay, and uh, and how old are you, Lou? Uh, I don't want to get specific, I'm, but I'm in my late forties. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, because we did meet when I was a teenager, and you smoked those uh, packs of cigarettes and blew them in my face. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I prefer teens because they do what you say. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> I can see that you really embody those uh, disguises, even when you're not disguised. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, oh man, Lou, it's been it's been great to talk to you. What's the next competition you have coming up? I'd like to come see. 
Well, that's the thing. Uh, COVID has really decimated uh. the competitive vape scene. So uh, it, it's been hard. I, I, I've just been hanging out in the streets and just waiting to see people who vape and, and try and inhale their, their aerosol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. And has COVID decimated the competitive vape scene because public gatherings are permitted or because uh, there's so much reduced lung capacity in general? Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, the reduced lung capacity, no public gatherings. And when they do happen, you, you know, there's the, the six feet distance mm, rule. Right. And that's just six more feet that I've got to run to get that vape cloud yeah. before it dissipates, you know? And oh, it, it, it's, it's really hard these days. And hard to inhale through a mask, I would imagine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, tough. Hey, would you mind just giving out a gust of air and we'll see if I float off the table? Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, wow. Your lung capacity really is low. I barely even flutter. Sorry, I've been lightheaded. Oh, my, oh yeah. my God. I can hear. I can hear the popcorn. Oh, no. Oh, it's going. It's going. Oh, oh but bazongas. Look at those bazongas. Oh, those are huge. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Check out those bazongas. They're bigger than my ass. Is that is this the the kind of person you'd like to date, Peanut? Someone with they match your uh, your size qualities? Yeah. If we hugged, it would be crazy. It would look like some sort of fucked up Tetris shapes trying to fall together. Yeah. I mean, I'm into it. Should we give All it a right. shot? <laughs> yeah. Come over here, bazongas. <laughs> oh, this is. Oh, well, we, I am legal, despite sounding, for all intents and purposes, like a child. You, I'm 24. Four. And two types of years. So almost so there. 48 if you add up your human age and your paper age. You better believe it. Hubba, hubba. hubba. Well, I, I'm glad to see love sparking uh, so long after Valentine's Day. <laughs> The only day of the year that love can spark. As we all know. As we all know. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> uh, Lou, please stick around. We're, I'm going to introduce my uh, my last friend of the evening. Uh, please welcome to the show my good friend, Tom the Accountant. Welcome, Tom. Hello. Hello. Uh, Tom, how, I love what you're wearing. It's very... Uh, it's. That's, yeah, I know. Uh, it's not like the usual button-up shirt and tie. No. You know, I gotta loosen up. I uh, have like time to think, and uh, you know, I just uh, the pandemic made me either just I want to loosen up. I yeah. want to loosen up. I well, you've always to... you've always you always have been that kind of button town kind of guy, always wearing a yes. suit. I mean, you're an accountant. This is uh... yeah. I mean, that's her image, and and sometimes I I just want to shed that image and re be my authentic self. You know, because oh. I feel like we're too serious. Hmm. So what are what are you what have you found with this introspect uh, introspection? What, what who is the authentic Tom? Well, you know, you know how I like humming a lot, and like mm -hmm. I've been complimented like at my office. They're like, "Oh, you you know how to hum anything, any mm. song." So yeah. I've been thinking, and I love I love like humming. And during the pandemic, I was watching like some videos on YouTube, and I was seeing like all these bands like and you know I, I got like. I checked out like all these boy bands mm. and I was like, why not? Why not me? Oh. Like, I want to be part of a boy band. <sighs> so, sure. Yeah. 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 I feel I have it in me. I have now, it in me. Now, just, just because uh, I've asked every other guest uh, this question, I, it would be unfair if I didn't ask you, Tom. Mm. Uh, what, what age are you? Look, <laughs> I know I'm in my 40s, but that's okay. the thing. I want to shed the image because in the boy bands, it's always the young guys and the older mm. guys, they not, they, they don't get like the, you know, all the fans in. It's always the younger one that's get. I want to be the central guy of my boy band. Even okay. I'm 40, I don't want to be like Kevin from Backstreet Boys. Like, it's right. all, you know, so yeah, I want to be that guy. You want to be in a man band? <laughs> oh, well. People put it like this, but no, I want to be in a boy band. Boy band is, yeah, boy band, a boy band. I mean, you do raise an interesting question, Peanut. Are the Backstreet Boys now considered a man band? Because they're all in their 40s, I would assume. No, I never thought about it this way. But no, I think like boy band, it's like, it's everlasting. It's a state of mind. It's not, it's a, this, it's yes. not an age. Boys are everlasting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, uh, that sounds like something Lou would say about teens. <laughs> no, they grow. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kind of age out of you, I guess. They, uh, yeah. they stop being uh, influenced by vaping. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, I, I know that you've kind of been uh, holding auditions. Uh, how's, how's that been going? 
I'm glad you asked, you know? Mm. So last time during my team meeting, I'm like, what, you know, I want to do a team building activity because of the pandemic. Like it's not fun enough. And we're all like not in the office. So I brought like some brainstorming into our Zoom mm. meeting. And, you know, like we're starting brainstorming for some name, the, the name of my band. Mm. And also like how many people should be in a boy band? Because, okay. you know, I found out like, strength is in the numbers and mm. more the more we are the more fans we can get that's true i think bts mm. has like 42 members Ex or something exactly yeah so but so you you were at a work meeting and you kind of turned this work meeting into a brainstorming sesh for your your band yeah it's a team building activity like what we you know the morale is down like uh, mm. so i i thought like it would like loosen up people and yeah and besides, it's my company. Like it's my okay, yeah. company. So remember, I'm the boss. Yeah, you're the you're the big boss, of course. And so, what kind of uh, gold did your accountants come up with? What kind of names are we talking? Anything that uh, struck your fancy? Yeah, I was thinking about something like uh, five and counting, or five counts, or you know. But I I, I prefer and counting because we keep mm. adding members, and okay. it's just like yeah, infinity, something like infinite. I have a question. Yes. So you want a boy band of many, many people, <laughs> yeah. and all of them are men. Is it, This kind of just sounds like an army. Are you just <laughs> building an army? Well, you know what? BTS has an army. Like, they do Their, have their an fans army. is the BTS army. So you know what? Yes, I want an army. I want my army, the five count and counting army. Okay, so you'd start with right. a, a core five. And then you'd kind of expand your army. Are we talking like one per year, one per week? Uh, what's what's recruitment look like for your army? Yeah, I think like one per week would be okay. good. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. Like just to keep the fans on their toes. Uh, you know, every week we could like have an unveiling of like a new face, the new face of the group. But wait, a new face, but I'm always the face, right? The face. So okay. I'm the face. You're the yeah. center of the poster, and everyone else's faces are kind of hovering around. Yeah, smaller. Like As a paper-shaped man, I can say that's important to be in the center of the poster. Oh, certainly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, Peanut. I wonder if that. I wonder if the volcano was on the center of your dad's. Don't bring it up right now. <laughs> oh, I'm just very sensitive. Oh, Wait, okay. I have a question. I, if I ask my question, I'll calm down. Okay. I have a question. So are your, uh, I, there's a lot of opportunities for merchandise. Mm. That's for Yes, sure. yes. And you know, I was thinking like, even to you, it could be a mascot peanut. I was thinking like that, that could be, yeah. And then, yeah, even like promotion, like uh, I was thinking about Mark, it was Marco, right? Uh, so like, I maybe we could sell some stuff. So there's a lot of opportunity to make money. And you know, mm. my accountant side has to think about those things, right? Like. Uh, Lou Tubes would love to do a, a Lou Tubes, uh, you know, five and counting brand vape juice. I mean, that sounds like a, a great branding opportunity. That's I do have a question. How do you manage solo opportunities with such a large boy band? I mean, how, mm, what's the breakdown? Yeah. You know what? I, I, I'm not a fan of solos, to be honest. Like, I've been solo all my life. Like, even this, this accounting job is very, very, like solo-ish uh, i mean i'm always by myself especially always... now with with pandemic yes exactly i want to be surrounded by people so it's it's a team team effort like no solo if you're if you're out you're out okay so you're okay. Well, it's almost sounding like a choir at this point <laughs> yeah, like, yeah a choir in an army might be a... aren't they one in the same yeah there's you know i think it's yeah it could be the same but me, it's a boy band again. It's not a choir. It's a boy band. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a boy band. You other two, back off. Stop trying to turn uh, Thomas boy band into things it's not. No choir. You're no right. choir is here. <laughs> Which I was trying to say choir and army, and, and it just came out as choir me. Uh, well, so it sounds like you are kind of taking the BTS uh, uh, Korean pop band approach. Uh, rigid contracts, no solo opportunities. Is everyone going to have to live in the same house? Well, now that's too much. I think oh, like okay. that we can have our own homes there, so it's not like an an issue. But um, I think at first, just for the um, we will have like a team session, like just to mm. get to know each other. Like I don't know, like um, like making the band, like just you know get get together first, and then afterwards, like we can have our own. But I think like at first, yeah, we have to have some team like building mm, sessions. Yeah. And and what does that 
look like for you? What is, I, I assume, I mean, you're all, you're a button down guy or you were, and you're a rule follower. So are, is the boy band going to train over zoom? Well, for now, I guess for the pandemic, we can, we're going to start by zoom. So I would say like just some activity, like, uh, you know, humming together and trying to harmonize, like, uh, uh, so like I said, I'm pretty good with humming. So yeah. I think like we could start with that. So that's like really easy. So, like a Zoom call of like 50 guys all humming over each other? Yeah, just like one it's by beautiful. one and we're harmonizing. Oh, one by one. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so like you do the first note of the song and everyone takes their turn doing the first note of the song. Yeah, it's like one yeah. note at a time song, similar to the improv exercise yes. when we're yes. type story. You know, just yeah. building up and... You know, I think that builds builds up like or or group really well. Like, what's next? What's next? Like, yeah. So, I mean, it, it kind of makes me. You've you've brought up humming a number of times uh, and never singing. Uh, have you ever? <laughs> what are your What's your singing voice like? What are your skills in that respect? Oh, Stefan, you know, like uh, I love to sing in my shower, but mm. like. I'm an accountant here. Okay. Like I've been an accountant for like forty plus years. Like you can't ask me to be like you know to just like sing and besides i i don't have to sing like right right away like they okay. have computers for that right oh. so 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 at the start this the five and counting is going to be you and four other people all four other men uh all humming no singing you'll add a member a week and yes. maybe eventually <laughs> you'll sing but only with computers. You'll use... And you mean like sort of like a dial-up sound or like a Windows opening chime sort of thing? I think those are, yeah. And those could be good opportunity, actually. Like, I, I like that. I like that. Thanks, you know, that's like, I'm not going to note that down. That's a great, like, I'm going to brainstorm around that with my team at work. Like, okay, perfect. So, I mean, we do have two. We have a, a 24-year-old and a, a, a person in his 40s who's uh, real in touch with the youth. Uh, would 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 you say that you two would uh, go crazy for a uh, all humming version of the Windows startup noise? Would you would you uh, blast that from your car driving around the city? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm uh, per- personally I'm a big fan of humming. You know, because as someone with shallow lungs, <laughs> I resent singers. All right? mm-hmm. I, I don't have that capacity. A hum that's perfect for me. I mean, I'm right. on board. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm trying to find a job as a piece of printer paper, so anything related to computers, I am on board for. Mm. Just even hearing a group of grown men over Zoom humming the Windows startup chime is enough to get me excited and ready and pumped to apply to another job. <laughs> One note at a time. One note at a time, yeah. <laughs> oh. Maybe we could get a sponsorship from Windows. That I'm going to note that down. That's like a great opportunity again. Yeah, maybe, um, what's his name? Bill Gates will want to be a part of your man man. Oh, could be. Your marmy. I, mean, I, oh, I know like... he's uh, busy right now injecting microchips, but uh, I did see his star <laughs> turn in the Hulu magic show itself. So it does look like he's looking to be more uh, media forward in his career. Maybe a band yeah. is the next thing for him. Yeah, that, I, I can't wait. The opportunity are endless. And you know what? Like, it would be great to have like five and counting like uh, in all the, win- the windows like sounds you know it's us mm. and then you pop-ups with like or faces my face uh, the forefront of course you know, just when windows open and it's my face like first and then the, the rest of the band five and counting. right <laughs> oh that'd be great that would be nice like your face and then all the other faces and then behind all of you the kind of green field that is the background of the the windows yeah. computer I love the idea of like a 90s Windows screensaver oh, yeah. of those like 3D tubes, but it's just like your faces oh, yeah. zooming yes. through the oh, ether. Man. I mean, the, the musical opportunities are endless. The merchandising opportunities. Uh, I think I think this is going all the way. The, the fuck BTS. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, we're coming for them. We're coming yeah. for them. I want to be friends with them, though. Like, oh, okay. uh, you know, I wouldn't buy a co- collaboration. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the more the merrier, right? So, mm. so I don't want to like uh, piss them off or anything. But like, we're coming and we're we're, we're ready to collaborate. Would you absorb BTS within five? And you know, 15? I mean, are they welcome? Yeah. They're very welcome, actually. If they can hum, I have to see like if they can, they're good at humming. So <laughs> if they can hum, like they're welcome. 
And I think we would add a repertoire like to their thing. I think they mm. need something new. So I think Five and Counting would like rejuvenate BTS. I think right. they need us. At this point, I think mm. they need us. Oh, I'm, Let I'm, me know. I'm glad yeah. to see you noting this down. Yeah, I think that it could be, you know, very welcoming to see a sort of self titled army of 50 men humming a windows dial-up sound charging towards them i think they'll be really excited to join after that That's oh is, uh, why would they be charging well i imagine you'd wanted to you would want to greet oh, okay. them at a up right yeah yes right? one at a time so yeah. yeah every week we would add one of them yeah they, like, yeah their fans would be excited so like for i don't know how many are they right now but like over like a span of 13 weeks yeah. yeah, and and the the guys remaining in BTS are kind of like, where is everyone going? Which every <laughs> week we lose another guy, and then and then 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 at some point it's their turn. They get the call, and they, and everything is revealed. It's like anticipation, a, my friend. Yeah, anticipation. A, a transfer of power, if you will. Uh, well, Tom, I I wish you all the best. I'm glad you found your authentic self during pandemic, and uh, invite us all to your first concert. Yes, and Stefan, like I haven't received like your tax receipt and everything, and it's almost tax season, so just don't forget about those. You're usually, like you're on time. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So it's a it's do. a weird year, so uh, I might be a little later than usual, but I'll I'll have all the paperwork uh, for you. You want? Uh, you need original receipts or photocopies? Okay. Always original, man. Always oh, original. I was gonna say, if, no. Yeah. Well, if you need no. photocopies, yeah. I know who to call. I got one cheek for each T4. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, putting an ass on a photocopier is kind of the original YouTube prank. So uh, photocopying something on you. Full, Full circle. circle. We bring it back. Uh, that's it. Thank you so much for uh, to Tom, Lou, and Peanut for being on the show tonight. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back right after that. I'm Tefra Jemian, the producer and host of the Yeah Podcast, a young adult lit review podcast focusing on amplifying the diverse voices in YA literature. Join us as we dig into the world of young adult books, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah! Podcast, available through the Upward Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club and you're invited. Yeah! Uh, Tim, I'm curious, uh, have you ever been to a vaping competition? I have not. No, never been to a vaping competition. Uh, but I desperately would love to go. I, mean, I just feel to like see it would people be... breathe clouds is amazing. Yeah. It's really, in- I mean, have you gone down that kind of like Instagram hole of the, the, the Instagram famous vapors? Uh, yeah. You know, when I had Instagram, I had to delete Instagram because, I mean, the vapors were taking over the timeline pretty mm. much. I mean, that's yeah. it, like. You could lose hours, yeah, just watching them push circles until they disappear. <laughs> it's interesting what Inst- Instagram has decided. Well, first it decided I like dogs very much, uh, which I'm okay with, and it showed me a lot of dogs. Now it has decided out of nowhere that I am the world's biggest Brooklyn Nine-Nine fan and <laughs> only shows me Brooklyn Nine-Nine content. Uh, so I'm very curious how they do that. Yeah, call me when Andy Samberg's holding a golden retriever and blowing a ring of smoke through another <laughs> ring of smoke. Yeah, while like a uh, sandstorm plays in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's the content we all crave. Uh, DJ, tell us, uh, this was a character that was kind of devised uh, right before we recorded. Did it, uh... No way, it's way <laughs> Replay that was all written. Yeah, yeah, it, it was distracting seeing you read from the script. The <laughs> yeah, I was holding this sheet of paper in front of my face, blocking yeah. myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was the inspiration for the character. Of course. Did it? Uh, did it go as you envisioned? I that? didn't envision anything. <laughs> I wanted to play the beef burglar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little did I know, Anthony. Anthony had already played uh, an iteration of the Hamburglar. So, I right, listen, it was comedy golds. I, I could say right now it's going to be number one on iTunes on, P- on Peanut alone. Oh, absolutely. Uh, saying penis and ass truly wasn't a scapegoat, obviously. Uh, very highbrow stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'd say it went pretty fucking well, Stefan. No, I, no. I, you sound so sarcastic, but I loved it. I loved the whole thing. I thought it was fun. I love a little guy, you know? He's yeah. Like, Every once in a while, you just need a little guy. Yeah, that's the best kind of guy. Yeah, just a little guy. A little guy. A little guy. 
Uh, Linda, are you yeah. uh, a big uh, boy band person? Are you are you a fan of these bands? Yes, I used to be a huge fan of like boy bands. I went. Who, like, who to... was your one? Which was uh, I went to NSYNC concert, so I went Ooh. to yeah. So I, I saw NSYNC live, and I wanted to go to Backstreet Boys, but fortunately, like the tickets were sold out for the one, so I was like, oh, bummed out. But mm. yeah, I'm a huge fan of like boy bands. And were you supposed to see the the BSB recently, like in the near the recent past, or no, I haven't. But uh, okay. yeah, it was it was exciting to to just know that there. Yeah, I, I'm still a huge fan. Would you go on a boy band cruise? Uh, boy band cruise, like good question. Like, yeah, it depends. You. Yeah, I guess it depends, like, uh, of the price, I guess. But okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like, I want to enjoy the thing I love most, but at a reasonable yeah. sort of rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't, it can't put me back too much. <laughs> uh, cruises are canceled anyway, so uh, God bless. Probably, I don't know. I've I've never been on a cruise. Have any of you been on a cruise? Yeah, I worked on one. Oh, you did the the cruise yeah, ship. Yeah, the circuit. improv <laughs> on the cruise ship. Yeah, which I it's imagine as, is it's as you imagine. Yeah, yeah almost exactly. exactly the same as being a paying customer and just a very similar. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when you're an improviser, we had like guest artist pass, so we had it like pretty cushy. You know, like we had an internal room, so we didn't have like a window, and the room is quite small. Mm-hmm. But it's like the people who were doing the actual hard work on the ship, like making the food and like doing all the laundry and shit, like live in like they're like bunk beds are stacked three high like it's like mm. they're the ones who actually mm. uh, had to work extremely yeah. hard yeah. i was like can i get a suggestion for a fart you know it was like my whole fucking job do you think there's more bad boys on an improv cruise or a boy band cruise boy band for sure first of all bad boys of improv are like the lowest tier bad boys you can get bad boys and boy bands are like mid to high depending on how many leather wristbands they're wearing and then the top is bad boys the movie will smith and martin lawrence for life baby that's my hierarchy that's my favorite cruise where everyone's just on the deck standing back to back and and spinning (laughs) (laughs) really great um yeah, I mean the only like themed cruise I saw a video of the Gronk, the Rob Gronkowski cruise. Did <laughs> he any had of a you whole see... cruise? Well, so that's the funny part. He did not have a whole cruise. He he was a portion of a regular cruise. So there's uh, for for those who don't know, Rob Gronkowski is an NFL player who's known for his party antics. Um, but uh, there's all these this footage of him like doing a DJ set or something, and all of these bros rocking out in front, and then the camera pans like 15 feet, and there's just old people like at the buffet just like hanging around. It's uh, it's really quite incredible. It's uh, fun. Like I I I, I, know I went on a cruise so like uh, oh, yeah. with my family. Yeah, I did, yeah. and it was fun. Like I decided to go like uh, even on the parties that they have. Mm-hmm. And by myself, and then you know, it's just like even if you're down, they're like, ah, wah, you know, welcome, yeah. welcome. So you feel so like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'm like, I'm by myself, but it's fun. It's it's very welcoming. So yeah, I did enjoy it for the time that I was there. Yeah, great. <laughs> awesome. Oh, totally. It's like adult summer camp. Like yeah. everyone's just like, let's get fucked up. Hold this balloon between your knees, and then somebody else has to come <laughs> close and get it. Like all those like party like bar mitzvah games, essentially. Mm, yeah, fun times, fun times. Let's uh, let's do some plugs, starting with Linda. Linda, do you have anything going on or anything you want to talk about? If you don't, uh, not a lot of people do right now. Uh, feel free to talk about a movie you liked or a book you read or whatever you want. This is uh, your time. Sure. Um, I don't have anything right now, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm just um, what I'm enjoying. Uh, I'm watching a lot of Netflix, so I've been mm-hmm. watching like a lot of shows. Um, uh, the, the latest that I, I've enjoyed, I like Lupin, which okay. is like, uh, yeah, it's a French, uh, but I think it's, yeah, it's in English as well, but I mean, it's, it's French. Uh, I it's find a, heist, it's really, a heist thing? Yes, yeah. it's a, a heist thing, but there's like other kind of like enigmas and it's yeah, it's pretty good. I find it. It's it was really interesting, and I love France. Anyways, I'm just like yeah. I spent a year there, so I'm always like anything France. Like oh, I like that. So that mm. was fun. Yeah. Oh, did you like uh, Emily and Perry? I did enjoy it. You know what? Okay. I'm gonna tell you. Like I did enjoy it. I know like there's a controversy with the the, um, the nominations, but you know I enjoyed it because mainly it was a little bit like me in Paris because I lived <laughs> like as an expat. Uh, right. For a year, and I was like, "Oh, I 
I recognize some of the stuff like and and yeah I said maybe I should have written like something like that <laughs> you really identify my my the, version like Linda yeah. in Paris <laughs> you still can and yes uh it will likely be much much better <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh yeah awesome great great plugs uh Tim what do you have going on probably uh, nothing nothing yeah. going on right now <laughs> Not much. Hey. uh yeah I, you can find me on Twitter at, at Tim Blair um uh, and then check out, yeah, I've got a sketch comedy show that I mm -hmm. made with some of my best friends. It's really funny. It's on CBC. You can watch it at CBC Gem at gem.cbc.ca. It's called Tall Boys. We just did our second season. Yeah. Uh, please uh, give it a watch. Check it out. First season was great. I uh, every I do a lot of uh, sleepwalking and sleep talking, and uh, every time I do, I think of Guled uh, <laughs> in that in that sketch in the first season doing the. Uh, he does like a somersault. Yeah, over. It, yeah, yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, uh, I'm glad my uh, issues are not that extreme. <laughs> uh, great, awesome. Check that out on CBC Gem. Uh, DJ, what what do you have to talk about? I don't have anything that's going to be soon. Oh, I did okay. a movie and it's going to come out in a year and it might not be the title that I'm about to say in a year from mm. now, but tentatively called One Up or 8 Bits. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, a movie's going to happen. Great. Awesome. Um, and uh, I'm also on Twitter at, at DJ Masner or 1-800-FIGHT-ME. And you can find me doing some stupid shit there. And, you know, I do, I'm on TikTok at, at DJ Masner as well as Instagram. And I do like some stupid character stuff, just like short videos uh, to sort of pass the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all have to pass the time. That's, uh, we certainly that's do. That's what life is. Until now. we die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's sort of what it is. Passing until time. Until we die. Uh, even after COVID is over, we still yeah. got to pass the time. Yeah, God damn it. There's just, there seems to be so much of it. You know, it's oh, like, it's... all right, how am I going to pass all this? Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I uh, what when's this going to come out? This will either come out before or after my big uh, lockdown anniversary episode. So if uh, that hasn't come out yet, look forward to that. And if it has come out, I hope you enjoyed it. But uh, that's all for this episode. Uh, this has been Some Good Friends for another week. Thank you for listening. And thank you to DJ Tim and Linda for doing the show. Really appreciate it. I will see you next time. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of mine.